sound of Swahili rumba from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. That's Msombo Ngoma, the longest running dance band in Tanzania. But there's a lot more to Tanzanian music these days than rumba. There is bongo flavor. Hey, recognize that voice? Yeah, that's Diamond Platinums, the reigning king of bongo flavor. But also huge in Tanzania is gospel music. Feel the spirit? That's Diakonia, gospel choir. But that's not all. The urban sound of modern Tarab from Dar es Salaam. Wow. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. And as you may have guessed, we are back in one of our favorite African cities, Dar es Salaam, a deep water port on Tanzania's Indian Ocean coast and a musical powerhouse. We'll be hearing from all these groups on this episode, taking the pulse in Dar es Salaam. But we start with another genre, arguably the most popular one in Tanzania in the 2020s, and it's called Singeli. All right, live from the Alliance Francaise in Dar, this is Singeli music from Mzewa Bwax, a rising star in this young genre. We caught up with the Mze's manager, Kandoro, who was roaming the dance floor that night. My name is Manager Kandoro. I'm the founder of the Singeli music here in Tanzania. I have a non-government organization for developing young talented artists from the street. Singeli is come from Nchiriku and Taram. A good thing about Singeli is a, a music which originates here in Tanzania. We can call it a modern traditional music. So it's really represent us. Singeli originates from two genre music. It was coastal music called Tarabu, modern, and then Nanda, Mchiriku, from the ghetto, which Nanda are most preferred by men. And Tarabu, it was kind of music for the women, and you know. So Singeli came between these two genre, Nanda and Tarabu, so that the audience from Tarabu and Nanda, they can be linked to the one genre. That's Edward Paul, a.k.a. Fido, from the radio station EFM in Dar es Salaam, 
EFM was launched in 2014 and made its name promoting Tanzania's alternative music genres like Singeli, the most talked about sound in Tanzania today. We'll be hearing a lot about Singeli music in this program. This performance by Mzeu Abwax is a bit unusual because he's brought in an ace Congolese guitarist for the gig in downtown Dar. Most Singeli concerts happen in the outskirts of town or in the ghettos where the music was born. Here's PK Mr. Konk with a more typical Singeli track, Stuka. You better fasten your seatbelt. Hello, my name is PK, Mr. Konki. They call me with Boy One Teddy or American Boy. Mimi kama mimi ni nilianza mziki kutokana mziki yenyewe kwanza umetoka sehemu ambayo mimi natokea so the american boy started music uh, when he was very young but he was influenced basically by the kigodoro music that were playing in the street because he grew in those streets so he could hear all those people hyping the music and then there was this other artist called dogoniga who was young and he was his age because he thought at the first all those people who were hyping were of much older age and suddenly came this dogoniga whose age was like him and was doing something and then he really got inspired that Ah, so if Dogoniga can do it, I can do that. That's our main man in Dar es Salaam, the legend, John Kitime, translating for PK, Mr. Konk.
Piquet was just a teenager when he started out in Singeli music and he has come a long way. PK, Mr. Kong is previewing a new song he's working on. Now, this is an interesting story. He has a grandmother and she's a witch and she's taking him all the time. These trips going up, flying up in the air to go and bewitch people. So he's asking, baby, what is this? Where are you taking me? Why, baby, why are you doing this to me? Where, who are these people who are together and all? Yeah, that's the story. Hey, hey, sounds like my grandmother. Well, anyway, you'll be happy to learn that this is not the true story, okay? Singeli songs often tell humorous tales about life in the ghetto. In the early days, PK Mr. Kong was hired for political rallies, so his fans would come and hear the message. But for him, well, the message was not the point. They go to this as a business, as musicians who are in business. So these people, whatever party that calls them, they have no problem. So they'll perform, they'll get paid. It's not politics, it's business. It's important to understand that this music arose from the poorest, roughest streets of the city, and it has now taken the whole country by storm. We asked Fido at Radio EFM about the name Singeli. Singeli was a person called Singeli. It was a music dancer, the one who used to dance that kind of beat. So a chanter used to call his name, Singeli, show me something, Singeli, Singeli. So that person made people think that that kind of music is called Singeli by his name. At EFM Radio, we met another Singeli artist called Tamiu. Give me one more, my baby wanna new as an amina raw. Uliponi shika we ongeza, show show na penda na vioni pangum kumeza wike jogo. Maybe you can hear a hint of the tarab side of Singeli music in Tamimu's melody. This guy has lots of hits. He told us that he does live shows, but everything flows from the music and videos he uploads on digital platforms like Boomplay, Audio Mac, and of course, YouTube. But the first thing is that they go and record the audio, then they get someone to shoot the video, and after they have the audio and the video, he has got his committee. They sit down and what do we do? How do we go about this one? They talk to the digital platforms, the boom play, audio mark and stuff. And then they come to the radio about giving them an interview. The advantage of the streaming platforms, they give you calls for live shows. And then you boom play, Sasa <laughs> 
If you want to get rid of your stress, visit afropop.org for a playlist of Singeli videos. You'll see how Singeli songs address all sorts of social situations and slyly take on important issues in a changing society. But now, let's switch gears to the bigger world of Tanzanian pop music, the world of bongo flava. Here is a 2022 track by Tanzania's biggest pop star, Diamond Platinums, featuring Mbosa. Flavor is more like a movement like hip-hop. Bongo Flavor emulates hip-hop. That's veteran producer Bonnie Love, a man who's had the front row seat for the whole history of the Bongo Flavor movement. Bongo is brain. You know, the difficulty of life, the challenges of life. People used to say that this is Bongo. For instance, you're working with John Kitime. You're getting paid, let's say, 1,000 a month but your expenditure is more than 5,000 and you manage. So they say that you're using bongo, you're using your brain. In the beginning in the 1990s, Bongo Flavor took its cues from R&B, rap and hip-hop. But there was a key difference. Artists had to rap and sing in Kiswahili. Because the priority of an artist to get into a studio and record, we were asked to rap in Swahili. Even the owners 
of the studios. Like Mawingu Studios owner Kusaga by then used to say, you know what, it's better because if you rap in Swahili, everybody get the message straight. Then we had no radio station, we had no TV. So there is no way that you can showcase your stuff unless you're at a wedding or a party. It actually started slowly. Then we realized that, you know what, we can give these people a chance to develop their skills. So we decided to buy stuff to open the recording studio. We received the equipment in 1990. Then we took some time to start studying. We were actually reading manuals. So it was a hard task. Tanzanian bongo flavor pioneer, Professor J with Chemcha Bongo. And when Professor J came with this single called Chemcha Bongo, it was really a turning point, the point of no return for bongo flavor. By then, State Radio had started playing the new music, and in 1998, Clouds FM came on the air with a mission to promote bongo flavor. From there, things moved. Stars emerged, including in the 2000s, Diamond Platinums, an artist who blew up the scene dramatically. There's a song called Ntarajia. He sings about his family. He actually telling the wife that I'll be back, so take care of the kids, you know. He's talking about the neighborhood that he's from. It's a very low life type of neighborhood, but he's proud of it. And it really impacts his career. He's a very good business as well. He has his own media, his own radio station, his own TV, his label. with his 2014 hit Ntarajia. As Bonnie Love mentioned, Diamond has his own label, Wasafi, and it has produced plenty of stars, including former collaborator and now megastar in his own right, Harmonize. Check out Harmonize's 2022 song, Teka. You can hear that the music has come a long way from rappers and weddings in the early 90s. 
sifaya ke kuringa Ubahiri mwisho iringa Wone kina konde boyo na vomaga mandinga Kajala wane ni tute na zote ni renji Mweze tumetuma kalaki tunabado na uliza chenji Eti kisa chakumbimbia Nivipombe chipsi na vikupu Brother ukijiona bondia Kazi chape na mwakinyo ama kiduku Domaraki penda chopiti Pauni tunanonua ili ikifika mida ya miti Asija kasumbu wa Dika, dika, dika Niku dekeze baby dika Dika, dika Niku dekeze baby girl dika Dika, dika Dika niku dekeze baby dika Dika, dika Dika niku dekeze featuring Mabantu with Teka. You know, these days there are lots of artists, lots of labels and lots of radio stations. So, you know, for an artist to promote his or her work, well, it's a hustle. Nowadays, you don't go to a radio station or TV station and beg for a presenter or an anchor to play your stuff. Now, it's just a matter of you and people around you who can help you financially so you can get the material that you can post in the social media. And it's consuming a lot of time because this platform has so many of them and you need to be hands-on, you need to be there. And that's, I think, it's where creativity plays parts. You need to drill your material to make people listen. They do the media tour. An artist can spend up to a month because there are a lot of radio stations, there are a lot of TV stations. Nowadays, it has become a norm that when you finish recording your music, you need to do a video as well. You start with Clouds FM, then you go to the Clouds TV. When you go to the other radio and TV station, you do the same. And some artists have gone far. They're actually promoting their stuff in the whole of Africa now. The Mix Killer. featuring Nigerian Afrobeat star Davido, no less. 
Success like this did not come easy for bongo flavor artists. Lamar Nikamp is a veteran producer who has worked with over 100 Tanzanian artists, including the pioneers of bongo flavor. Joe Makini, Mwasiti, Jiz uh, Mabov, uh, Professor J, Lady JD, AY, Mwanefe, those are the artists that I started working with back in 2007. When we were doing music, there was no money. We used to do it for love and passion. But then after 2010, when Diamonds started breaking through Nigeria and South Africa, that's, that's when we used to see people getting a lot of money to perform. Now people are getting paid well because there are different things like endorsements, streaming, they get money through YouTube paying them. They do shows that get them paid well. As you may have gathered, the world of Tanzanian pop is largely male-dominated. But, well, not completely. We spoke with the principal at Clouds Media Group, about female artists in Bonko Flavor. My name is Jules. Currently, I am a music director here at Clouds Media Group from a TV and a radio. Also, I'm a creative and strategist. Right now, we have Nandi. We have Zuchu, Mawasama, Yami. On my point of view, a leading personal artist in a female, I can say it's Nandi, because Nandi has managed to come up with a label that helped other female, it's called the African Princess label. Before this era, we used to have a lot of uh, female rapper. There was the DJD, we had Witness Kibonge, we had Mositi, Lina. But as time goes by, you know, in the media right now in Tanzania, you have to be very sharp. We have this one challenge in a bongo flavor. We have a good music, but we don't know how to strategize into a market. We only know that if we produce a music, we just only want it to be aired on a TV, on a radio, on a social media, and it's done. So you can see there are a lot of circumstances that made a lot of artists to disappear. It's because of strategizing. Nandi, creator of the African Princess label. The song is Napona, featuring Nigerian artist Oxlade. As Jules notes, artists male and female can come and go very quickly in this environment. Maybe that's one reason Tanzania's pop music gets overshadowed by Afrobeats and Amapiano on the international scene. Well, this is considered a problem so serious that the government got involved. Here is John Kitimi. 
the government comes up with a funny idea of, no, we should have a, a national beach, they called it. And I was like, what do you see talking about? <laughs> we all started laughing. But then they were serious, they chose a committee. They went to different tribes to collect some of the instruments. Basically, what they made was a producer's kit, which has instruments that you can use them while composing. That was Lamar Camp again. So this kit would give producers sampled sounds of traditional instruments, and this would help them develop a national sound. Well, count Lamar as a skeptic. Tanzania had a sound already. If you listen to Alikiba, Cinderella, that's it's typical bongo flavor. It's different from Kenya. Yes, bongo flavor sound was already there. Kiba with Cinderella, circa 2008. Well, apparently this sound was not enough to satisfy those in search of a national beat. Here is John Kitty May's take. There are so many things. Actually, this beat will come national. It's not something you're going to tell people this is the beat and then they take it over. No, this is something people dream and suddenly there's this one beat that comes out of nowhere and everybody likes it. Singeli has crossed that border. It started and then it's like all over the country. So you don't need even to get another national beat. You have this Singeli. In four or five years time, it will disappear. Something else will come. So what are you going to do with your national beat sponsored by the government? This is the only beat. I don't know how they're going to work it. I don't know. Well, there's one thing most everyone we met in Dar es Salaam seems to agree with. For the moment, Singeli rules. And that takes us back to where we started. When it's come to Mbadi, Batman killer. Hivi kwa nime kukosea nini Hivi kwa nikuna bayani okufanya Kwani mwezangu mepatwa na nini Anatasara mutaki kunisarimia Natuma teksti zangu haujibu Napiga simu yangu taki kunipokerea Nereze kwani kipi kime kusibu Wenda bila kujua laba nini kukosea Salamu so mzigo Hey, 
I love it. Singeli music from Bala MC. The song is Msumbufu. You can find the video and lots more on Tanzanian music on our website, of course, afropop.org. Coming up, gospel, modern tarab, and Swahili rumba. As we take the pulse of Dar es Salaam, I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. In the Mangomeni neighborhood of Dar es Salaam, the group Dar Modern Tarab is rehearsing a new song. It's about a house servant who is mistreated by her employers. She complains, well, even a mosquito must have a home. Such lovely music. The founder and chief composer of Dar Modern Tarab is Abdullah Fereshi. He has a long career as an engineer for the city's power commission, but in 2005, he formed his group to pursue his true passion, Tarab music. There is traditional Tarab and modern Tarab. Tarab started in Tanzania in 1889, during the period of the Sultan in Zanzibar, but it picked up in 1928 when the first renowned singer in Zanzibar called uh, Siti Bint Saad. This is the first person who dramatized Tarab and uh, it became very much known. Starting in the 1950s, large Tarab ensembles emerged, like the cultural musical club we heard on our program about the Saudi Zabusara festival in Zanzibar. In 1994, there was one group called the East African Melody, modern Tarab. In 1995, early 1995, I promoted this group. I was the first person who sent them in the hinterland. And it became very famous. It is them who really made this modern taram flourish. So now, what makes the sound modern? Instead of the violin, the wooden, the canoon, we are now using guitar, as a solo guitar, rhythm guitar, bass guitar, yeah. and the keyboards. And um, we have this uh, drum machine. Modern Tarab was aimed at a younger urban audience, and in addition to the change of instruments, the music brought in new rhythms from Goma traditional groups and also popular rumba. But Mr. Ferishi says that when he formed Dar Modern Tarab, he was determined not to abandon the old tradition. Uh, the two motives started this band. First of all, it's a passion. I love Tarab music. I enjoy composing songs. 
The second is to promote or to enhance culture, especially the coastal culture. In Tanzania, there are many Tarab musical groups, but our group would like to maintain the link between our modern and the traditional Tarab. If you hear Tarab music of other groups, you'll find it's very, very different from ours because we do not completely run away from the traditional. song that says you owe your mother a huge debt whatever you do you can never pay her back for all the trouble she's faced amen to that across town one evening we dropped in on a very different rehearsal this is diaconia gospel team Now to go for a call, 
always Dr. Elidad Msangi. I'm a music director, vocal coach for the Agonia's gospel team. The group started as friends meet together and have this kind of Bible study, talking, having birthday party together. And then we felt like, okay, among us there are people who are singers, among us there are people who are composers and musicians. So why don't we make a group which is not from one denomination, it's like from different angles. That's how we started. These are interesting times for Tanzanian gospel. Yeah, we are in a diversity. There are people who are doing pure African music. There are people who are doing Afro-America. People are trying to merge American gospel and South African gospel together. And, uh, that's how it is. Actually, the market about gospel here in Tanzania is growing very fast. People are very active into that. There are a lot of private radios, digital platforms where people can hear music from different groups. As we learned, the Diakonia team covers all the bases. We have some few songs which are very best, like traditional music from Tanzania. But then when I'm talking about imagine American gospel, it's not only us. A lot of musicians here are doing that. A lot of musicians here are doing South African because, you know, it's marketable. People heard it for a long, long time. So. If you want to go up, you have to meet different people, different listeners, different viewers, so that you can reach where you want to go. Here is a Diakonia gospel recording on the traditional side. You will hear the sound of the Wagogo Ilimba Lamelophone in the mix.
Gospel team with Damu Ya Yezu, the blood of Jesus. Gospel music you won't hear anywhere else. <laughs> The sensuous swing and rich harmonies of Swahili rumba, or if you prefer, Muziki Wadansi. This is African Star, a rare rumba outfit led by a woman, Louisa Mbutu. Star recorded by Afropop live at Tea Garden, a popular Dar es Salaam night spot. Contrary to what you might hear on the city's airwaves, this classic music is alive and well. Night after night, John Kitime took us out to hear live bands around town. John is a veteran guitarist, singer, and composer, and often the band would invite him up to play or sing a song. And one night, we caught a set by the legendary Mlimani Park Orchestra.
2023 lineup of Limani Park Orchestra, including two founding members performing live in Dar es Salaam. I love it. This genre is often described as a Tanzanian take on Congolese music, but John Kitty May says it's not that simple. Historically, we have music that was recorded before even the recording industry started in Congo. So you've got uh, groups like Dar es Salaam Social Orchestra, YMCA Social Orchestra. These are recordings of the 30s. And that was before the Congolese said they even started the rumba movement, which even the Congolese rumba, when you think about it, it didn't start in the early days. When you listen to the music that was recorded in 1940s, what they call Congolese rumba started, should have been something, let's say, in the early 60s. Well, as you can hear, John Kitime knows his history. He's not a fan of calling these bands Muziki Wadansi because that term refers only to the music of Dar es Salaam and all it really means is dance music. As a musician, we always say, ah, we're going to play music. We didn't call this kind of music music or dance, or we didn't even call it rumba at that time. There's a problem that sometimes the music that became famous makes you think that is all the music that is there. But the more we go backwards, you find that almost every town in this country had a band. At that time, we were all trying to be different from another, one way or the other. So some would use the traditional tunes. Yes, they would use three guitars and a conga and a drum, but the music that came out, you can't compare it to Congolese or whatever music. It's very distinctive. And there were a lot of this. Jamuri jazz band, Atomic jazz band, Mara jazz band, Kigoma. Almost every town had a band. And then you find this wide variety. Now, because this small section of music became famous and it's being identified as Tanzanian music, and oh, it looks Congolese, and the argument sort of ends there. But the Congolese influence really started after the 60s, after Congo got its independence and got their prime minister, Patrice Lumumba, whom they killed a few months later. And from then, they've never had peace. And so we started having an inflow of immigrants from Congo coming into Tanzania and uh, musicians also came in. So actually, the real influence of the Congolese music started then. also took us to see a very recent spin-off from the Blumani Park band. 
the group called Sikinde Original, just three weeks old at the time. So the history continues. But the king of Dar es Salaam dance bands is without a doubt Nsondon Goma, the longest running band in the country. They've gone under four different names over the years. Once again, we met them at their weekly rehearsal and spoke with their manager, Saidi Cabriti. This band was launched in 1964. They were starting with Nuta Jazz until 1978. After there, it, the name was changed to, to be the Juata Jazz Band. It means the ruling party that time. After there, the names changed to Otu Jazz Band in 1990. Otu, it belonged to Organization of Tanzanian Trade Union. After there, the musicians, they want to employ themselves to be independent. It was 2003. Up to that time, to, to date, the band now is called Sonogoma Music Band. Sondo is the name belong to the tribe of the coast region. There is a traditional dance. They call it Msondongo. Yeah. From politics to the labor movement, back to coastal culture. I tell you, that's history. Man. Well, these days, with talented young members and virtually no support from local media, Sondon Goma carry on pleasing their loyal fans. They rehearse on Tuesday and gig Wednesday through Sunday nights, and we caught some of the action at the TCC Club in Dar. <laughs> Wow, fantastic Msondon Goma music band wrapping up our visit to Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. 
Thanks to all our friends in Dar es Salaam, especially John Kitime, for their help with this program. Don't forget to visit afropop.org for a video playlist of artists in this program and our program on the Saudi Zabusara Festival in Zanzibar. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions, research and production for this program by Banning Air. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast, including radio programs and our Afropop close-up podcast series. And by the way, we are organizing an Afropop music lovers trip to Dar es Salaam and Zanzibar in February 2024. We'll take the pulse of Dar es Salaam in person and blaze out at the greatest music festival in East Africa and even find time to visit Zanzibar's world-famous white sand beaches. Write to us at info at afropop.org for details. And don't forget to join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief audio engineer is Michael Jones. This program was mixed in Brooklyn by Michael Jones. Additional engineering by GC from the syncopated layer in Washington, D.C. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Mukwai Wabeisi Yolwe. And I'm Georges Collinet. Oh, 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 oh,